What's up with Fresh and Fit? Are they, they still chilling? doing it? They cooling. But are they still doing the pod? Yeah, of course, you mean they're still doing it. You not watch it? <laughs> I didn't know Man. that they're still doing the pod. Where can you, you think watch? they died? <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe they got demonetized. You know, it was a minor setback for a major comeback. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, don't laugh like that. So what's going on? Like, are they still? But they're still doing the pod. They're still doing the pod, man. That's you know, fire, they, they got some different monetization <laughs> strategies. You know, <laughs> what else are they working on? What's their different monetization strategies? What's up with y'all, man? Yo, <laughs> what's they? What's their different monetization strategies? Nah, hold on, man. I don't like how y'all. You asked me if we watch their podcast. I'm a 40 year old man who's happy. Why would I watch that podcast? <laughs> What is up, TDP family? It's your host, Adis, and Fresh and Fit is going at it with Andrew Schultz and Flagrant. So I avidly watch both podcasts. I, I like Andrew Schultz and what he's created for himself. He's one of the biggest comedians in the game. And I also have been understanding where the fresh and fit kind of lore is going, right? And the whole storyline behind the Red Pill community and stuff and how you know, it takes a little bit of time to understand the information being projected, although it can be very, very crazy at times. Like at first, Neil and I made a few episodes about um, just the red pill community and fresh and fit in general and the way they kind of went about their content. And recently they got demonetized, which sucks. And that's like every YouTuber's worst nightmare when it comes to creating content and distributing things that you are kind of projecting onto the world, hoping that it's taken and received in a good way. Um, and all your hard work kind of goes down the drain. And then you have to result in other you know, platforms that are amazing and, and they're there for a reason, like the kicks, the rumbles and stuff, which kind of help a lot of creators do what they want in the space and say the things they want in the space, as long as it's like not directly affecting people in a really harmful way, um, which a lot of people said, you know, red pill community was kind of like pushing this like very toxic masculinity onto the men out there. So I can understand where they're coming from. And academics recently went on the podcast and they asked about Fresh and Fit and Andrew and Akash were basically saying like, oh, are they still around? And like this very like, it, it seemed as though they're devious of sorts, right? They're laughing uncontrollably and like kind of, it seemed as though they were preying on Fresh and Fit's downfall. Um and I guess they had a falling out where there was a back and forth between Fresh and Fit and basically Myron and Andrew Schultz and how they just didn't have a good relationship after they were kind of, they communicated and stuff. And uh, it seemed as though like Andrew was kind of laughing at their, you know, their demonetization and they knew about how it kind of went down. And academics was like trying to have their his homies back and you know they're close and he was basically saying like yo i'm sensing a little bit of weirdness here and he really he kind of stand like he standed for you know what 
Fresh and Fit promoted and their platform and also like their comeback and stuff and how they're still making content, right? So he kind of stood for his homies type. And uh, it was good to see, but also like academics is the type of person where he can voice whatever he wants. And he has like this cult following that will ride for him. Like, for example, like when we would post those videos, there was a lot of people in the comments that whether we were on the opposite end of like, you know, kind of saying that Myron and, and Fresh's approach of kicking out women and acting really rude to, to guests and stuff like that was wrong. We had the red pill community like trying to pull up and, and say some to us, right? And then when we made a video kind of being like, okay, well, I kind of understand the, the, you know, what Fresh and Fit are kind of pushing and you know, bringing down male suicide and like, you know, standing up for, you know, men who have a lot of the burden of the world on their shoulders in so many cases, whereas like, you know, society is kind of pushing these different norms onto men and how they were kind of advocating for the traditional gender roles and stuff. You can kind of understand. It's just the approach about it that is like so interesting and kind of wrong like kicking girls out calling them b-words and stuff and calling them whores and i can understand why people would take offense to that okay um definitely not my approach on how i would go about things but here's the thing when it comes to social media right i've understood there's gonna be times where you have to call a girl on camera and like wild out even if it doesn't align with what you're saying and i'm saying this not in you know, uh, this in a hypothetical situation, okay? Like, this is metaphorically calling someone a hoe back, okay? Like, you have to act insane, right? For you to garnish, like, viewership and attention. And, like, if you're just, like, super PG on the internet, and, like, Neil and I like to keep it as organic and as natural and as, like, authentic as possible without, you know stepping on people's toes and it is a little pg of us right and there are times where we talk and we'd be like we kind of can't go that route because like people don't want to see that people want to see the raunchy crazy shit. it's like reality television you know like people want to see that like in your face raw raw things are getting thrown across the table there's drama this person said this this person said that that's why reality tv is so entertaining because there's so much going on and we've learned that that's the approach with a lot of people in the red pill community the andrew schultz i mean i'm sorry the andrew tates the the people who are in this kind of pushing the this idea that you know, the traditional gender roles need to come back into play and stuff. And they do it in a very crazy way. It was like Andrew Tate's rise to fame, right? Was him saying the most wild in existence, right? And him getting clipped and then people like resurfacing those clips and resharing it and being like, dude, this guy needs to get canceled. And like in a genius way, I almost feel like that was his approach. Like, let me be as over the top as I can. Let me get the viewership and then let me peel back. And I think that's what Fresh and Fit kind of did. Although I do see Myron's Twitter and your boy is still on the for this, that stuff. And 
it's kind of his brand, right? And that's why Andrew Schultz and like flagrant and, and these, these people are so quick to get on top of like on top of the, the clickbait videos and stuff and kind of like laugh at them and put them down because it's like, it's like free content. It's essentially like, okay, Myron says some wild shit. It's easy to be like, Oh, you're a dummy. You're an idiot. I'm happily married. Like, Blah, 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 blah. But there is a sense of like weirdly bad. All publicity is good publicity. Some Kanye-ish material in these certain type of people. And it's not just in the red pill community, right? It's like I have to imagine, right, that Andrew Schultz has an idea that Myron, Fresh and Fit, Andrew Tate, all of these people are doing this for the entertainment also. Like, they might not fully, fully be, you know, married to this idea of calling this girl this word, doing this, doing that. They, he has to have an idea like, okay, this is a little bit for entertainment. And it's definitely a certain type of approach. Like, I personally wouldn't be able to do that because, like, you know, I don't know. And that's probably to my detriment, right? Because I'm keeping it PG. But, like, there's a sort of method in the madness, I think, that... I would assume Andrew being the smart guy he is and successful guy he is that he knows that doesn't mean he has to respect the approach, right? It's like, but it is in a way like, you know, Myron said this on his Twitter. He's like, dude, we have the same type of viewership and I have only been on YouTube for a couple of years, right? And it depends on what you respect and what you don't, right? Like a lot of people would be like, okay, well, that's one person's doing the the legwork and the hard work to get his following over the course of so many years the correct way whereas this person is like mother effing people and kicking them out of the studio and like calling them bags and doing this and he's gained stardom you know overnight so it's like you don't have to respect it but i i have a feeling that like he has to know and i'm interested to see how andrew schultz feels about andrew tate as well I'm pretty sure if I were to put my finger on it, probably doesn't like him or respect the way, you know, Andrew Tate's rise to fame is. I personally like Andrew Tate's message. I honestly understand his approach when it comes to how he's delivering his messages and how he kind of rose to, you know, the powerhouse that he is today. And there's a lot of other things he's done, you know, and this is not being a video about Andrew Tate, but like, it falls into the same sort of category, right? Where you have to be this outlandish character in order to gain the viewership, in order to make a name for yourself. It's like Trump kind of did the same sort of thing. He was already like famous and stuff, but he knew the specific things that he was saying was going to make people feel a certain type of way and gain a certain type of attention that he needed to, you know, win the presidential election, like, you know, et cetera. So, it's interesting, but I guess Andrew and Akash feel a really big certain type of way against them. And they're like, dude, you're kind of sorry for, you know, feeling a type of way. And to be honest, they are comedians. So you can't really feel a type of way about a comedian kind of getting on your helmet. And to call him a snake and stuff, you know, is again, like has to come from somewhere. So like, you know, when you feel a certain type of person's energy and you feel like, you know, 
behind their kind of smile is like a sort of fakeness. And like, I don't know. I've been in conversations with people that I'm just like, oh, you're probably not being genuine right now. You know, like you get a feeling inside. So I feel like Myron probably felt that. And again, I don't know when it comes to industry cats, like how they are. You know, I've heard a lot about the industry. Neela and I have kind of peeked behind the curtain so to speak, and kind of understand the nuances of the game and know a couple of people that are in the game that, you know, move a little different. You know what I mean? And it's like, doesn't exactly align with us, but we know how to maneuver, you know, with these sharks, you know, these type of little sharkies in the water. You know what I mean? So it's like, you got to expect that with people that are just like, a-list celebrities and i'm not saying that andrew is a shark that has ulterior motives or he's fake but you know there is this sort of this sort of stigma when it comes to these a-list celebrities that they kind of you know they are a certain way or because they you know rose to the highest of highs in the celebrity world that that kind of comes with you kind of develop a sense of ego right and i'm the type of person where i'm just like when it comes to money, when it comes to fame, when it comes to anything in this world that we're in, it can get taken away from you tomorrow, right? To laugh at someone's demonetization, to laugh at someone's, you know, livelihood being kind of like, you know, run down, uh, so to speak. And that sort of thing I wouldn't do. If I don't align with someone's views, like I'm going to keep it as generalize as possible, right? I don't want to strike when the iron is hot when it comes to someone's controversial, you know, tendencies. And when, you know, when the ship is sinking, I don't really want to point it out to the world to see, you know what I mean? Unless it's like, get a few people off that I love. Like, hey guys, like, you know, but it's like, I don't want to kick people when they're down. So I feel like that approach and kind of laughing and kind of having this smirk, like that sort of is bad. But again, a lot of people would say, they did it to themselves. Like they knew the content that they were pushing. They knew that, you know, they were pushing this sort of really raunchy content that they were capitalizing off of, you know, making a certain type of woman feel a certain type of way, make them feel lesser than themselves or whatever. And that comes with a cost, right? So a lot of people would be like, you know, they deserve it. A lot of people would be like, you know, they had it coming, you know, but it's like, I feel like everyone has a freedom, should have a freedom of expression, but although, you know, there are people that, you know, put us in positions where we can produce content, like the people who created YouTube, and it's kind of their rules. Once you sign up with them, it's like, if you break their rules, you can get booted off, and that happens at any workplace, right? It's like, if I go do something wild that is a breach of contract at my job, I could potentially be launched. And I don't want to be launched, so I'm going to make sure that I read through everything meticulously and, like, I know what not to say and what not to do. Again, accidents happen, and I'm sure YouTube has, like, a three-strike rule, but I know, you know, there, there's the Steves, the Steve Will Do It's, the, you know, people that have gotten these copyright strikes or these guideline strikes or whatever that really are kind of silenced forever, so... You know, it's happened on Twitter. It happened with Alex Jones. It happened with a lot of people who have these very um, big platforms that kind of, you know, they they say what they want to say. You know what I'm saying? And that sort of stuff kind of comes with the cost at times. And I, I feel for Fresh and Fit because like that is like your livelihood being stripped away from you. And it's like, 
you know, you work so hard to get to that place and it's like kind of gone. And then you have people kind of, you know, coming out the woodwork kind of on you and stuff. But it's like, you know, this little ongoing feud of what Myron and Andrew is going to and Myron kind of, you know, alluding to, yo, let's lace up the gloves like you. You won't be, you know, laughing like that if we, you know, with a, a, a bruised face or a busted lip or whatever he said. It's like, I don't think we should result to violence, but I do know that, OK, boxing matches and stuff in this YouTube space are huge. It could bring in a lot of money. I doubt that happens. You know, Andrew is. Uh, he's made it. Right. He really doesn't need to 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 do a boxing match. But it's like, you know, I see both sides um, of the coin when it comes to this sort of stuff. But it, it's crazy to see um, them beefing and it's crazy to see the back and forth on Twitter. And it's crazy to see, you know, them, you know, and even Andrew kind of going in on Myron. It's like. I, you know, like, you know how people if if you're a super A-list celebrity you're just not going to give people the time of day, right? If you're not at the same level as I am, I'm not going to give you the time of day or my platform for you to kind of gain that viewership more. I'm surprised that he kind of went at him, but that goes to show they might have a big enough platform that Andrew Schultz was like, yo, I'm going to talk my talk here. But um, with that, I leave you. You can find us at youtube.com slash the demon podcast and youtube.com slash Neela Carey for all your makeup needs. TDP, we out.